being clowns and jesters, you have joined the circus. That is our life. And I was thinking that even before we started talking to India. So it's not just <laughs> India is court jester today, but I really am because I am behind on so much life in general. Well, not life in general, but on this Bravo life, I'm behind. So I have just asked her and she has not seen Married to Medicine, which no. is like our show slash one that we will be covering. I know. I'm so sad. I forgot. We, we will not be covering Below Deck Med regularly on here, but we'll give general sentiments. And tonight, I guess I'll just be giving general sentiments. Yeah. Um, and then we will both piecemeal Dubai and Girls Trip together because that's like the energy we're giving today. Yeah. You know, today was a catch up on Bravo shows day or it was supposed to be. And then I got pounded with phone calls, negotiations, oh. all good things. But I literally was like, what the fuck? This day did not turn out the way I thought it would. Yeah, today was not meant to be about work. <laughs> uh, speaking of work, we did a going away dinner for one of my coworkers. And I was sitting across from someone who like knew I was in a wedding last weekend and was like, oh, I want to see pictures because, like, I had just been showing, like, mm-hmm. a lot of time. And everybody at work didn't recognize me in the pictures. And, I like, one of them literally was like, are you in this? And I'm like, yeah, that one's me. And they're like, what? And these people do not mince work. So they are still my coworkers, but they're no longer my teammates because I've switched positions. Right. Um. But like, I want to say, so are you basically like this story isn't going to tell itself because like, I don't know how to imitate eight different people's shock, but they all were flabbergasted that it was me. I was like, yeah, it's crazy. Like what professional hair and makeup can do. Cause I thought that's what it was. And they said, no, we've never seen you smile like this before. We don't recognize <laughs> you. And there, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I thought y'all were just saying like, I'm raggedy when I come to work. And they're like, no, you don't smile. <laughs> And I just wanted to be like, maybe that says more about y'all being who I'm around. Okay, maybe it's the company versus me. But as my friend Erin said, she was like, well, you're just really nice because I would have said that. But I kept my mouth shut because I still have to see them, you know, most every day. You know, it's just like not worth it. Yeah. Like this is going to be like more drama than I'm intending to. Right. They literally didn't recognize me because the upper ends of my mouth were (laughs) pointing upward. Upward curve. Like one of them said, I've never seen you smile that big before, ever. It's like, well, yeah. Um, you could have just been like, yeah, miserable. when you get to know me, like, you know, I'm different when I'm around people that like are my, I don't know if that sounds shady too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, think about that, you guys. If you've never seen me look happy. Why is that? think the common denominator is if I look happy in all of these pictures? One plus one equals two, bitch. But- wild like how sincere because like I tell like everybody like I tell people where I get my eyebrows done I tell my hairdresser I'm like these people do not mince words they will tell you if your hair looks fucked up they will be like like one of my coworkers was like oh yeah I could tell that your redness stopped coming on your face all the time because like I have like a new cream for that mm-hmm. but thank you she's like yeah it looks much better now I'm like y'all don't hear the things when you're saying them if I could make a list so yeah, we were holding court at the circus tonight for dinner. What a mess. Moving swiftly along, because I don't want to think about I, my off-season hours. So I do have, so 
<laughs> off season. <laughs> so India on caffeine, I've learned, is on ten. I oh, like and one. Oh, me and on one. caffeine is like I'm on coke, crack, heroin, Molly, all of them. Crack is whack. I literally feel insane. So I've been on a like a iced coffee binge and like making oh, my own no. coffee. So I'll make it strong. You know, I've been testing the strength and just like you know upping it, downing it, whatever, okay, whatever. Microdose. Right. Microdosing caffeine. So yesterday I had like, I mean, a ginormous thing of coffee. Um, and then I, I was just. these measurements. They're so precise. <laughs> <laughs> a bajillion coffee. A bajillion. It was like maybe three coffees in one cup. Because I like just kept pouring and then I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to take this big ass no. go cup to the office for my meeting. So I had my meeting, had did whatever. And then I'm like in a one of the conference rooms with a few of my like co-agents and I just am like like I don't even know I was just was like on crack they're like yo India on caffeine is on one and we need you to be on caffeine all the time because you are fucking hilarious I don't even know what I was doing I don't know what I, what I was saying but apparently and then today uh-huh. so today I, I also had coffee <laughs> because obviously yesterday wasn't yeah, enough fuck up. no I'm kidding first of all I'm kidding. John was like, I was like, yeah, I need to eat because I'm on another coffee bench today. He was like, uh-oh. Yes, please eat. Please soak this shit up. So a lender that I use, um, and he's so nice, like sometimes, you know, lenders will take us out just to like chat about the market, try to get our business, and we try yeah. to earn their business. The business negotiation. Yeah. So one lender took me and three other of my like co-agent friends to dinner and we like got so turned and just like drank a lot. I mean, we're wasted. So anyway, Brian, I'm gonna edit his name out. I almost said it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so y'all were wasted. So this lender, he's like, hey, I wanna take the cool kids out. Like you and your three, like three names or whatever. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So I made a group chat today cause I, I almost forgot. I was like, oh shit, I need to make this group chat before it's too late because he wants to take us to lunch next week. So I accidentally include him in it instead of the other person because their names first start, start with a BR and I. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! You so I said, "You need to be cut off." Twelve step program. <laughs> so I said, um, "I was like, um, hey y'all, apparently we're the cool kids because another lender oh. wants to take us out for free ninety nine meal and drinks." LOL. He asked me to arrange oh, it. What yeah. day works best for you guys? And then I realized what I did, and I said, oh, shit. And so I'm texting my friend, who's also my coworker, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I've got to stop drinking coffee. This is insane. She was like, no, this is hilarious. You need to drink coffee more. And so then he texts me separately, and he was like, guess I'm Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Not Scrooge McDuck. The he was like, that entire paragraph had me laughing out loud for real. I was like, sorry, when I'm on caffeine, I'm just another person. <laughs> Do you ever wonder, like, I know we don't encounter this because I know our friends, but like, do you ever realize how many boring people there are in the world? Yeah. Like, like you legit think that everybody is as funny as, I'm not going to say us because that sounds stupid. Like everybody who starts a podcast, but like, I was at a bachelorette party and I was like laughing my ass off a few weeks ago. And I'm like, this is what life is like. And then you encounter people like my coworkers and you're like, yeah, I'm like these funnies. You know what I mean? Because I feel the same way sometimes. Yeah, it's like no humor. It's just like, no, that's just how I talk. Yeah, but they all found it funny. I was just like, oh that my was gosh. Like, for free I was just like, and I was just 
texting my friend Erica like, oh my <laughs> god, I just fucked up. I just fucked up. She was like, no, it's, so it's all good. <laughs> but I feel like your industry is one where like, I think also in a lot of professional sentiments, people actually like it when others are like vulnerable and like not break down, but you know what I mean? Like open up and like are silly. Yeah. And luckily me and this lender, like we're like super cool. I always send him people. Um, yeah. Like so you have a rapport already. We have a, we have a good rapport. Like, <clears throat> and he'll be like, thank you for so much. Like have a great week. You know, we have a, we're friends on Instagram. Like we have a great rapport. So, you know, he's not someone that would like take it and be like, what? Like, yeah. And I think he saw like, cause he followed, we follow each other on Instagram. So I think he saw us all out before with, the yeah. lender because he mentioned the same names that we went with the other lender to yeah. when we went with her to dinner so i assume that it was already known so it's just like okay didn't mean to um, add you but we're just gonna act like i meant to <laughs> and, i think i see those stories and i think you're just like out to dinner for fun low-key I mean, usually it starts off with like, okay, let's chat about the market. What can you do? Because yeah. it's normally like one person that uses that lender and then the others, maybe they want to just have that introduction to see if they want yeah. to. Um, so yeah, it starts off with like a little bit of talk about work and then we just get hammered. Wow. <laughs> On the lender's I'm in the wrong field is what you're saying. The past lender was like, if the lender you go out with doesn't pay, don't use them. And I'm like, facts. Nice. So yes, Mr. Scrooge, Duck McScrooge yes, or whatever. Mr. Duck, Miss Scrooge McDuck. McDuck. Scrooge but McDuck. Mr. McDuck is hard to say. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck. Yes, your mask. I can't. Three ninety nine. Also, I have a drink in front of me. So I did make, which I know Lover Boy put on their page because I made this drink yesterday to balance me out from the caffeine, and it's actually really good. Um, and so I made another one today. With Loverboy, the white peach tea. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. got that repost. I know, but it's actually really fucking good. It's just vodka, some peach mint syrup, lemon juice, and then just topping it off with the peach tea thing. Wow. Okay, mixology. It You can't taste alcohol at all, which is kind of dangerous. Like, you could give this to a kid and That's they'd be like, somebody goes, wow, this is juice. Yummy. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, and then they'd not. be on the floor <laughs> because it has two shots of vodka in it. Before we recap our shows, I feel like we need to talk about a, a legal matter that occurred in the <sighs> morning. And I was thinking back to when we were recapping Salt Lake City, you know, and I like every week was like, she's guilty. She's not guilty. It was like Chicago. I was like, I don't know. I believe Roxy Hart. Um, <laughs> but I know by the end of the show, I did say <clears throat> definitely guilty and i don't care which is <laughs> you did say this and i thought about that <laughs> she's guilty and i don't care yeah like i'm pretty people. sure i said that verbatim i'm i care a lot oh. not <laughs> but i I'm, I'm sorry to the elderly i'm sorry to everybody like it was wrong but at least you admitted it um, I hope that's the first step. Okay, the first step is admission. Listen, Miss Caffeine over there, that's the first thing you need to do. You got through that. <laughs> you need to cut yourself <laughs> off. You're O N one. Um, so she she admitted it. She pled guilty at the very last. I love the drama. I love that. Literally, it was about to be like whatever time, and she was like, "Switch." I was guilty. Like, do you think she planned it? Like, because are they f- still filming right now? 
Well, I think that regardless of the show, like they planned it because it's going to upend whatever the, like the other team's plan was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, a whether that's versus... like the U.S. government or whatever. Because Stu uh-huh. was going to, she was going to go down because well, Stu was Well, because Stu was going to show her ass. So that's why she was like, I have to go first. So I think like they waited till the last minute because then it like gives the other people less time to mm-hmm. figure out the argument against her is my thought but like here i mean she took a point the most there's no there's no experience i have is having an aunt who's a lawyer who's a person is what i'll call her and um watching legally blonde several times so you know if chutney is watching her perm within the first 24 hours i know that's a lie but other than that i don't really know much else yeah i mean she took a place i was never an svu there's not gonna be like a court case, like there would have been if she yeah, didn't take like, the plea. There's just going to be some kind of sentencing. Yeah, so, so she took the plea, do... so she's just going to get sentenced. So no one is testifying against anybody. It's just okay. You you took us. You took the plea. Cool. We're going yeah. to sentence you. I wonder if they're going to do the thing they did in <clears throat> Jersey that one time where they filmed like two seasons worth of content back to back. But Andy said he would never do that again because it was annoying doing the reunion for like the first one because mm-hmm. they're in the middle of filming the second one. So it kind of like confuses people. So it may be like that they do like, you know how they used to do the wedding spinoffs? It might be like a, yeah. like a court spinoff, like Shaw versus America or something. Yeah, because Bravo is still going to film her. Which... The United States of America versus Jennifer Shaw. Yeah. And so maybe that's what will happen because I think the sentencing happens like in the fall or something. Yeah, it happens the weekend after or right after, um, almost at spring break, right after Thanksgiving, November wow. 27th. So yeah, that's the thing that's going to happen. I, I posted it and then everyone got all like, whatever, because like, it didn't make sense. Cause I didn't, I didn't know what the sentencing was going to be at the time. So me thinking it was going to be like three years or something. I was like, I hope they do that thing. Like they did with Teresa where they just like stop filming until she gets out. Um, and people were like, it's 14 years. There's no way they're going to stop that. Y'all, I am not that as pressed as y'all are, and I'm part of the Shaw squad. And who knows if she's going to get those 14 years. Typically, when you take a plea. I think she'll get let out for uh, good behavior and overcrowding. Yeah, and I feel like, okay, this is Khloe Kardashian and her DUI. I know. I feel like all she did was, like, use someone's credit card once instead of (laughs) a bajillion times as we're quantifying today. I mean, the amount of scammers. I live in Atlanta, so the land of scammers. So, Eek. um, yeah, but anyway, so I do don't do not think that she's going to do 14 years. I think that they might give her like five. That's going to be crazy. And then I wonder, I back. right. Or I wonder if they'll have like any type of moments where like, um, Heather is like, facetiming her from jail and she's like in like they can't facetime in jail yes you can they have yes you can they have video in jail now oh i guess i haven't spoken to a prisoner in several years <laughs> i mean neither, neither have i but so then why do you that, oh you watch that, that love after lockup i do not watch love after lockup i'm just i'm just aware i'm just hip I'm like very i'm very aware of you caffeinated now that you said it because you're talking different <laughs> Like, it's so different. I'm screaming. Um, this is why I can't do drugs. It, no, it's funny because, like, it reminds me of at Jossie's wedding for her rehearsal dinner. Like, we took a flight the day of her rehearsal dinner, and I was just so sleepy, and I'm like, I got to pick it up. 
So we stopped at Starbucks and everyone got like regular coffee. And like mm-hmm. my mom, like my family drinks like a lot of just like espresso shots and stuff, but I don't usually. And I was like, hey, can I just get a double espresso shot? And like, yeah. And I just like downed it. And then I was at her rehearsal and I was like, hey, how are you doing? And Ivan was like, why are you screaming? And I went, am I screaming? <laughs> and I like will never forget because the minute I said I, I was like, holy shit, I am screaming. You're not screaming. Don't worry. But like. Like the way your movie. delivery is just like very like pointed today. It is. Like I'm not taking offense to it, but it's just hilarious. And it's, it's, caffeine is a drug, people. Okay. Caffeine is it a is. drug because I should not be this wired. <laughs> you should not be feeling like this at this hour. It's, it, this is, you know, this is what we try and keep the kids from. But Stay the whole away. time I had a cup of coffee. Like I didn't even like overdo it. Like I had this size. Like this, not drugs, this size. And it was like maybe this much, like half coffee. So people like a 16 ounce, like describe it. It's like 16 ounce. It's like a 16 ounce cup and half of it was coffee. Like, okay, maybe three fourths of it was coffee. And then the other fourth was like oat milk. Meanwhile, I'm out here in the streets yawning. Yeah. Because I had white rice. So that heavy carb hit. (laughs) I barely ate anything. So there's also that. And now it I'm is, having a drink because I need a down alcohol because, you know, more drugs. If you're going to have drugs, alcohol is a downer. More drugs. <laughs> more drugs. <laughs> more drugs. Alcohol is a downer. So it's going to balance me drugs. out. All right. Again, this is not official medical advice. I'm ready. I would just like to throw that in the way we have to throw in alleged with everything else. So talk. speaking um, of alleged, I God. really uh-huh. hope that Tamara, I don't really care about Alexis. But I hope Tamara really is coming back to OC. Because... Oh, I care about Alexis. I want to see her post Jimbalino lifestyle. Ooh. She is, she's wild. I love her. She was on um, like an episode of one of the Below Decks as a guest. Really? She, she had like climbed her man like a tree. She got like a hot husband now. Well, I think their fiance's educated, but she got like a man on her level for round two. And she was climbing him like a tree in front of all of the staff. It was crazy. Ew. She said she may still love Jesus, but she loves the D more. She's all over it. Yeah, so I want to see. I want to see the emancipation of Alexis Bellino on Real Housewives of Orange County. I wouldn't mind it's seeing it. Talk. I'm it's just crazy glad Noel and Jenner are so. Yeah, it's just crazy how so many of them are so miserable in those marriages. Like, and they literally stay on it until they get called out on national television. They'll be in those marriages for like 20 years, and then you know a few people on Twitter are like, "Hey, your man sucks," and they're like, "Yeah, he does. I'm gonna go." Or it's like they know he sucks and so they go on TV so other people can say he sucks. So then they have validation for being like, oh, yeah, let me leave this. Yeah, but I think it's literally half and half. Like, I think some of them don't even realize that it's not normal. Like, that your life doesn't have to suck. They think it's just (laughs) part of the package, for real. Until they get called out by, like, five Joe Schmoes, including us. Right. Um, But, yeah, we'll see about Orange County because, like, resuscitated. I'm almost done with my rewatch. I'm in the Emily Gina era. It's bananas with that fucking casita but here we are it's just like it's also like a lot more unsettling because at this point now that i'm rewatching it she's only like a year older than me on the show and i'm like wow and like yeah you had all this nice stuff because your husband had money but like you didn't even know how life worked and you popped out three ass humans Popped out three-ass humans and didn't even know how to do your hair. Ooh. 
I mean, this was pre that she was trying to get, she was trying to glitter eyeshadow happen again, pre euphoria. So like, she was kind of like a trendsetter in a way, except hers was like chalky and silver. But yeah, as I, as I mentioned on our stories, her outfits are combinations of clothing and makeup on a person. Yeah. She did a lot of hat That's work. pretty bad. This season. Lots of fedoras, lots of the Pharrell style hats or Jason Mraz, depending on your musical taste. It was Pharrell, always seven five seven. It was a journey. In I mean, Jason Mraz was eight to four, but yeah, I mean, I'm a seven five seven girl, obviously. And ARD forever. Um. Anyways, I guess we should talk about some television shows. India's throwing up her weird caffeinated hand signs. At it's the, the NERD alien sign. Okay. I can't do it though because my fingers won't. I can tell based on. Wasn't that like this? No, it's literally like Star Star Trek. Oh, you can't do this? No. That's why I said I have to like tilt it this way so that it looks. Well, sorry to you. You're not part of the crew. <laughs> um, for those of you listening, we've just been throwing our hands up at each other <laughs> over the screen. <laughs> doing proofs. <laughs> Gang signs. Um, moving on. <clears throat> moving over. Wow. Moving on, um, I guess I'll tell you a little bit about Married to Medicine since only I did my homework this week. I know. What the fuck is wrong with my me? body? I know. Um, it was like a pleasant return to form. Let me find my little notesies. Um, yeah, please share with Simone me. and Jackie are back to being pals. So, you know, everything's happy there. They're like low-key the most boring though whenever their husbands aren't cheating on them or they're not fighting. So they were just doing things. Am I on caffeine? <laughs> you no i i don't even know what i'm on anyways <laughs> you're on white rice I'm, I'm still fucking processing the fact that nobody recognizes me in a bajillion pictures of myself like <laughs> bro why would i be showing you pictures of random people you've never seen before and like, like i always see you that? smiling so i don't really know i know i was like i mean i'm a serious person but when you don't smile, I, you look like I, Vicky. And when you smile, you look like your dad. Yeah, I'm sure she'll love that. <laughs> I mean, she's not going to listen to this, but I'm weak. <laughs> Vicky is my mom, for those who don't know, not Gumbleson. Because <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> I mean, and also my mom stays not smiling in pictures because she doesn't want to get lines in the pictures. Mm-hmm. I said, oh my God, I've become her because now I don't, I just smile in pictures most of the time now. Also, I was doing like a fake serious face in a picture for like, I was doing a back-to-back with the bride, trying to give like an Olsen twin switching goals cover. And everybody kept saying, Ruby's serving face. And I'm like, at that point, I'm actually not. That's just my face, like <laughs> hanging down. Like, I don't know what these people want from me. I'm so sorry, everybody. Clearly it did like make me feel some type of put a number on you. But it was literally like 90 minutes ago that this happened. You need to go to therapy? Are you traumatized? I, this is my therapy. Gotcha. <laughs> I do this so I don't have to pay for therapy or like speak to a stranger. I can just speak to the all 12 of them that listen. <laughs> uh, and like my our six friends. Yeah. So like I said, Simone and Jackie are back to being boring ass bees, but I like them, except Simone reminds me of one of my coworkers and I'm just like triggered. Uh, they talk about like all of the trendy treatments now for the doctors because they're like vagina doctors. So they just talk about like the orgasm shots where like you take somebody's blood and inject it back into their vagina so it gets more sensitive. What? Yeah. They did this to Shannon like two seasons ago. It is I know the it tightening is. process, but I didn't know there was a 
so you take the person's blood you so I would draw your blood, spin the blood, and then I'd inject it back into different parts of your regime. So that like it's more sensitive. the clitoris? No, I think it's on like the walls. So like think about how your vagina looks. I think mm-hmm. it's like in the walls of the labia. Oh, interesting. Okay. Or it might be on the inside of the orifice. Okay. I'm going to look into it because I'm young and still stimulated, so I'm fine. Yeah, I'm like, um, no problems there. (laughs) Yeah, I I have no problems there. Of course, Simone, like, they were talking about how apparently you can do it for penises, too, and it, quote, strengthens and lengthens it for Jackie, but Atlanta, Jackie, be giving scammer voice. And uh, Simone was like, I don't need anything lengthened. And I was like, ew. No. Yeah, uh, I don't want to think about that at all when it comes Um, to anybody. Apparently, Heavenly has a beauty supply store that she makes her daughter work at now because she says that the Black um, community hasn't tapped into that market as much as they could, which I'm not sure of, but... That's true. Like, a lot of beauty... A beauty... <clears throat> not beauty salon, but beauty store owners are of, like, the Asian culture. Gotcha. Or Asian... What's the word? Or Asian descent yes descent so i will say that that's true like you don't see too many especially in atlanta of black owned like so yeah so so she's doing that and then um, her daughter is gorgeous she grew up to be so pretty yeah it was like an overnight situation yeah and then um i noticed i like after watching love match atlanta watch heavenly in the confessionals in her solo confessionals I don't know if it's her accent or if it's her mannerisms, but she's reminded me of Paris from Love Match Atlanta. I was like, are y'all related? Because that would be crazy. I mean, they both turn up within like that. Yeah, so. no. And then the way that they talk in the confessionals too. So just keep an eye out for that. I'm going to um, watch it today. The, the tea, the <laughs> season, like Heavenly is going to be ganged up on this season is like the situation, which finally, because she causes mess like i guess she has this youtube channel and she'll answer questions about the other women and say like terrible things like she was she quad comes over and she's like where are my people at because it's quad and then um heavenly's like yeah contessa go- contessa ghosted me after new york like where they did the reunion and i have no idea why and then it does like the editors go like like <laughs> record scratch i can't make that noise mm-hmm. um and they do like a confessional contest. So that's like Heavenly went on her YouTube and said I was in an abusive marriage. That's why I'm not talking to her. And so like yet again, Heavenly like playing dumb. And it's like she's the one who caused all this. Heavenly always does that though. And all the your mamas, and even though people are like, uh-huh. please stop saying your mama. And she's like, your mama. <laughs> Heavenly is too much. And then um, it switches. Like we catch up with Contessa. She's like in a a bodybuilding camp competition like very Teresa Tamara mm-hmm. um like trying to regain her confidence she's still with Scott she like goes into a lot of detail about how she and Scott almost got divorced like they literally like were about to sell the house and like they were already making plans for living apart and then I don't remember what she said changed but I don't believe it you know so I'm just like concerned for those children that were still in this pretend household you know? yeah I mean marriage is so I can't imagine being married and having the the fear of like screwing up your kids either way you go like whether you get divorced or stay together like how are my kids gonna be like or just wanting to be in a marriage just for the kids like 
Yeah, oh. I just feel like it never suits the kids as much. As no, like they can tell when they're not in a happy home. Not at all. Like they are aware of everything mm-hmm. going on. And she just kept making comments and her. So she still does couples confessionals with Scott, but in her solo confessional, she's like, not that I'm trying to be single, but like if the opportunity happens, like I'll be ready. Cause she was talking about like the bodybuilding and stuff. I was like, sis, what? And then but you, yeah. have see, you have to see the personal trainer. He looks fucking crazy. His um, company's name is Action Figure, but like AX instead of AC. And he looks like a blow up doll. Like his proportions are so off. He looks insane. Um, and then he also was like, uh, okay, like before you find out it's for a bodybuilding competition, he's like, all right, come out in like a bikini and heels. And I was like, ew, what kind of personal trainer is this? Like, this is a little like a uh, boundary crossing. But oh, well, I know for bodybuilding, like they well, they didn't, ha- they hadn't said yet that she's bodybuilding. Just oh. like trainer. So like, it's like if you were doing like the Shannon, like before and after, it's like put on a sports bra and like sport shorts. You don't yeah. have to be in a brassiere and panties and heels. So at first I was like, ew. Predator. <laughs> I'm literally like five. I'm like, ew, that's yucky. Ew. <laughs> and then Quad is now a Monty, like um, Marlo. Her nephew Mason is the cutest little baby ever. I just want to hug him. And then like, it's really sad because her brother passed away really suddenly from a heart event like a cardiac event at age 34 I think she said oh my gosh and so like they're kind of dealing with the grief and I don't know anything about like the mother of the child but he's just like really sad and um so you're kind of like exploring that but he's so cute I'm just like he's like I know like because uh her mom was there too he's like I know you're sad about my dad and it was just like I'm PMSing so the tears started oh the tears started um Anila spent from her one million dollar budget spent like 2.5 or three all together and she looked at her husband in the joint confessional was like but wasn't it worth it and he was like i can sum this up in one word regret and she was like what and he was like over it and he also looked he had like they're young and he has like grayed very drastically and he also looked quite gaunt in the confessional as well i feel like she's killing him that's a thought yeah, my only thing with, especially when it comes to real estate, is not every, um, I just try to encourage sellers that when they're renovating or building, like, to really look at the comps and to really assess what, mm-hmm. because not every dollar you put into a house, especially renovations, you're going to recoup. So really think about the things that you do because, no. like And they strike me. Like, once you see the house, like, you can give us your expertise. But it strikes me as, like, there's a lot of stuff done there that's not going to be, like, forever features. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what neighborhood they live in either. And I know it's new construction. So I don't know what the comps are looking like or anything like that. But alone, her being like, do you, do you regret it? Like, and him being, you know what I mean? Her being like, it, it yeah. was worth it, though. And he's like, no, it wasn't. It's like. No, he was not into it at all. And then, of course, we wrap up with my fave, my problem fave, Toya and Eugene. <laughs> and they're just, like, at the house. And she, like, they're in a, they, the editors love to shade her because, like, she left her, quote, forever home. They sold their house. Mm-hmm. And they're in a rental right now. Um, and she's, like, yelling at her kids because they're doing stuff they're not supposed to, like, riding elevators and stuff. And she was yelling. And Eugene was like, do you have to be so loud all the time? And she was like, this is a black family. Like we yell. 
And then she was like, do you want a white woman? And he goes, are they quieter? (laughs) (laughs) I just love them. And then Anila, Anila is in her, you know, in her glowing moment right now because she got to host the premiere party. She hosts a housewarming slash Diwali party, even though like Diwali wasn't until November and this was before Halloween, but you know how the producers love to make Mm -hmm. things on different days to to fit the recording schedule right schedule so she's like in her pocket because she's got the premiere party so she's lit and so she um it was one of those like she did a bit that didn't go well so they didn't really like keep that footage but they kept it for toyas where like she was in a car riding around with delivering invitations with her son and like a helper Mm -hmm. and when she got to toya's house like the son and the helper went to the door and she sat in the car and she yelled from the car, like, hope you come. And Toya goes, only because of him. And pointed out the sun because, you know, the sun's our friends. Right. It was so shady. Yeah, because they're not getting along. But I'm team Toya all the time, so. I'm team Toya. And I, like, I enjoy the fact that, like, having Anila shows people another culture. But, like, her as a person annoys me. Yeah. Like, she's just so new rich, like, wannabe. Do you know what I mean? New rich wannabe, but then doesn't. It just really bothered me she doesn't pay. Like, the fact that she didn't think she needed to pay her hairstyles or makeup artists or whatever it was. Like, that's so... Well, she said something really embarrassing during her housewarming party where she said that she got all of the... Like, she got everything in her house, like, all the furniture and stuff, supposedly either through, like, vlogging money or through for free because of her partnerships. And there was a lot of hideous stuff in there. So I was like, I don't know if I would be saying that right now. She had these, like, weird hanging chairs. You know that thing that's trending out in, like, the boho style where it's, like, the little rattan hanging things that's a circle chair with, like, white fur inside? Mm -hmm. She has two of those in her bedroom. And the rest of the bedroom style doesn't look like those chairs. I need to look. She should have spent some of that money on an interior designer, probably. Yeah. So she looked a mess. Um... All the women dressed up in like traditional Indian garb, except for Contessa decided to dress up like Cleopatra for the party. She, it was so awkward. Cause like they're all getting ready. And like Contessa to Scott is like, I mean, we have a lot of Indian friends. We dress like that plenty. Like I just want to wear something else tonight. But then she comes in in this Cleopatra ass outfit. So like even her wig is like blunt bang. And then she has like a gold headpiece. And I was like, I feel like that's more offensive. That's way like, more offensive. This, like, costume looking outfit because like Contessa is beautiful and it has like one of the best bodies out of all of them but the styling honey it was a mess it was a mess I mean she can't Um, dress so she never could so there's also that like to me I'm sorry this is so shady maybe I shouldn't say it I mean I was out here talking about people being born when they're not being cheated on like Contessa Contessa is one of those people that has money, right? But she just looks cheap. Yeah, but you got to remember too, like she was in the military. So I feel like that like strips you of a lot of personal choice and identity. So she just doesn't know. I mean, she's been out of the military for a hot minute. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, no, she's had a lot of life since. She's had more time out of the military than in the military. Well, she had a cute bathing suit when the trainer made her go change. So it's just, yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, like you look at someone and you're just like, I want more for you. I want more for you. Like, 
Hire who? Who else is a bad dresser? Oh, Giselle. Like, oh, just, don't come for Jizzy. Like, I she want better for sometime. you. She just went through a real rough patch. I feel like she probably had a bad stylist for two years or something because she looked cute her first season and two, and then three through five, they were really just like. Yeah, and it's just like the things that you choose to spend your money on. Like Contessa, you spend you spent thousands of dollars on like your kid's birthday party. And then, but what about you? Your outfits, yeah. Like your personal style, what, your wigs. The wigs. Mm. Yeah. Um, so they have the Diwali party. Um, it's funny cause like half of them are like, what is that? Like they did not look it up ahead of time. And then Cecil was out here educating the folks Diwali! on what Diwali is. And so I was like, come on Cecil with the knowledge. <laughs> and then, um, I'm getting sick of, there's another trend. Like you always just see this exacerbate on reality TV. Cause it's like people who don't have taste for themselves. They just do whatever is popular. I'm getting very tired of the light up signs with letters on them. You know, like the big mm-hmm. life-size letters with the kind of like studio lights on them. I'm very over that. We can retire that along with the goat yoga, escape rooms, and axe throwing. Put the studio light letters away. Enough. Yeah. I'm strong enough. Um, like I said, Cleopatra showed up late. Um, <laughs> Toya showed up later. She showed up two hours late and they gave that on the Chiron. <laughs> too and Toya and Eugene came on their golf cart because they live down the street and he was like I don't think we need the valet for this we can just put it up here but oh so what rental are they staying in because I they're in the same neighborhood and I know their last house yeah, is in that neighborhood they're, they're in the same neighborhood as their last house oh okay yeah that they didn't move far um like I said the swings are ugly Contessa is like swerving on heavenly at the party and in the confessional, Contessa was just saying, like, we have spoiled Heavenly because, like, Heavenly's talked bad about every single person here and, and like, continues to do so. Not spoiled her. Yeah, she just said, we have spoiled Heavenly. <laughs> and then um, I was weak because Anila changes outfits and nobody says anything. So she's like, do you guys like my new outfit? Do you guys like it? Do I look good? And they're like, oh, new outfit. Like... <laughs> She gives me. I don't like, know that anybody really want to be energy. Not like this. I don't think anybody dislikes her besides Toya, but I don't think anybody cares about. Like they have like not clicked with her. Yeah, I feel like the only reason why she was asked back this season is because she she did bring another culture, and because she just got wish issue with uh, what's her name Toya. Yeah, but I just wish it was another person. Like another, was anybody else? I feel like there's other. Else. I feel like there's Latinos in Atlanta. I feel like there's other Asian folk in Atlanta. Find someone else. Um, Carrie's gonna come back as like a friend of as well and then um, Anila finished the episode finishes like Anila trying to do like some traditional dances and someone goes that girl ain't got no rhythm (laughs) (laughs) and low-key she didn't because even for those dances I was like that's not what my friends look like when they're doing that that is not what they look like on family karma I I don't know where the fuck you're from but where I grew up that's not how they dance to that bongo Hmm. (laughs) respectfully that's just one form of dance. respectfully and disrespectful and then, and then um they do like it's so funny because instead of like next week on married to medicine because you know the premiere episode you get the this season on married right. to medicine in the first five minutes so instead of like next week on married to medicine this is what they did the intro in the next coming weeks on married to medicine <laughs> and it was like a montage of like lining up to like what i assume is going to be the mid-season point where like they stage an intervention for Heavenly on like being an asshole basically. 
And Contessa is confronting her in this like Nicki Minaj Pepto Bismol pink wig. And it's not like a theme party. That's let me clarify that part is like it's not like they're Vanderpump rules where they're like dressed in their theme party costumes betting. Everyone else is dressed like they're going to school that day. And Contessa is dressed in human clothes and a pink wig, like the ones I was wearing in 2020 when I was drinking on Zoom with all of you at four in the afternoon in California time. <laughs> and then you wonder <laughs> to not die. <laughs> and then you wonder what, why I say the things that I say, because it's like, I know, but I try to like, I feel like she's so good hearted. Like I want more, like that's, I want more for her. That's all. I want more than Scott. I want more. I mean, I love a pink wig, but again, for the party or for the bedroom, not for the intervention. I'm just going to call her Contessa Ross and not because of Diana Ross, but because she looks like Ross. Matthews? No, like the store. Which I love a Ross. I love a Ross. Oh, girl, you love Ross. What are you doing? I do love a Ross. I love a Marshalls. But you know how like... Ross Tessa. Something. (laughs) Ross Tessa. (laughs) <laughs> like you have to you have to weed through the clothing you have to weed through stuff to find ross. the good stuff at ross she just You're looks right. like the store yeah. she, in she got some good stuff we just gotta look yeah gotcha, she's got then. some good some good parts you just gotta look all right she, analogy i see you and she doesn't look <laughs> and she is a first rack recipient just uh-huh. no personal style like just no sense of yeah 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 but I'm just talking Sorry. about her as a person. I root for her as, like, I think she's a good person. Yeah, I root for her as a person for sure. Because last season, I was so sad about what was going on between her and her husband. Like, I just felt so what? bad for her. I got a Stana fellow MPH. Like, she's out here learning about health. That, and she's she's really, she's a hustler. Like, she has her own business. Like, she does she really well for herself. Country. Yeah, for sure. Like, she does so well for herself. She's a great person. But I just want more for her. Like, yeah. Rooting for her. Tiffany, we Tough were love. rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And then there's also a drag race one where they were like, I was rooting for us. And he was supposed <laughs> to say, I was rooting for us. And he just kept saying, I was rooting for us. <laughs> and they're like, no, read it like this. Um, I forgot her name, but she was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I try to say it, I'm going to come out with something sideways. So... Let's move on to the land of Dubai where they pretended being gay is okay. And uh, that's not true in that country. Even if y'all say it's okay. Like they're, they're going to get some people put in jail by accident. They gotta be, they gotta watch their words just because y'all like people. Yeah. And no, no one is like, obviously you can't even as a heterosexual couple hold hands and be like kissy, kissy in public in Dubai. Yeah. So of course, as a gay, queer However you identify a couple, you can't. So what are you saying? Like it was weird. Yes, there are people like there are people of the LGBTQIA everywhere around the world, but they don't need you to out them. No. <laughs> and like you're not like, yeah. I, I felt like they were trying to give like social justice warrior and it's like, no, you're not Kristen Doty. Yeah. Sit down. Especially if none of you are actually queer reference to or lesbian or gay or anything like yeah, don't speak on it. Kind of. Yeah. Um, the vintage reference was I don't know if you remember Kristen Doty when she was trying to expose I think it was either Jax or Tom Sandoval and she said I'm doing this because like the producers were like why do you care so much and she's like I'm doing this because I'm a social justice warrior. <laughs> I miss her. 
I would maybe watch the show if I know why they took her off and I accept and I agree. But if there was a way that like she waited long enough like Phaedra before she came back on TV, I would probably watch her again. Because I feel like her in her late 30s would be even crazier than her in her early 30s. Yeah, I mean... I think there was room for redemption for her and Saucy, but there was just so much going on in the world that it was like, okay, we've got to. And I also don't feel like they actually think they did anything wrong. I feel like they would have just gone through the motions, but like, yeah, I don't think anything they did was racially charged. I don't think anything they did was racially charged. I just think what they did was lack of thinking about how this affects. Well, I think that was the only thing that came out. I think they did plenty of things that were really bad and Mm. that there were enough people who had like that could corroborate it like probably ariana probably faith probably quite a few people and it was like you just can't get away with that because they were like very horrible people especially when they were younger so yeah it's unfortunate because like like we said people make mistakes and i don't i personally don't think saucy has learned anything because like she had issues with that constantly she had issues with like transphobic talk and um really Yeah, like she had that with um, the Billy Lee drama. Like nobody took Billy Lee seriously when she was like making all this commentary and then um, like she wasn't invited to stuff. And like, it was like unintentional, but it was like the microaggression of it all. And like, Mm -hmm. they did not have the language to express that at the time. And like, they didn't believe that that existed. And then also like in early Vanderpump Rules, um, Stassi like on her podcast had made comments about like, I think, you know, like, to some people people think like the black lives matter movement was like in 2020 and it's like no this has been going on forever but like you know i can remember like having those conversations my first time like you know 2012 2014 like Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin, eric garner etc and when celebrities were speaking on it saucy was like can we make like this race thing be over already like that's not what i want to hear at an award show so the girl and you know now she's just back to like having dream italian weddings and like living in her bubble again yeah so sadly i wouldn't i like actually low-key don't want her back as much as i want kristen back because kristen gives us the good good kristen was unhinged and she's single again so really we would get her on the prowl and that's what i like i mean we've got so many girls on this new season of vanderpump that are going to be on the prowl yeah i've i've no interest in them (laughs) yeah not really but oh katie Thank God she's free. Um, this is not a Vanderpump Rules podcast. Go listen elsewhere. Um, Dubai, like we said, gay is okay to us, but not in Dubai. So um, was this episode, do you think, better than the last few episodes? I feel like was- I was tired last night when I was watching it. So I feel like my mood always impacts my processing. And also, I think, didn't we have two weeks off or something? Or was that the week No, before? that was week before. I think uh, it has nothing to do with your lack of sleep. I'm like, I'm not sure. I just, I think we got more things that are this, the things that I like. Like, I like when they do the small group scenes where it's just like two or three people at a time and not the whole group all the time because you need like progression. Yeah. Um, Like we know I'm a Brooks stan. So I just like that it was like Brooks heavy this episode like her and Chanel going shop or her and I on going shopping. Um, and then like we see like Stanbury and Sergio getting ready for the wedding. I could not when Sergio called sex Tiki Tiki. Mm-mm. Are we going to Tiki Tiki tonight? She's like, my parents are here. And it's like, we can still Tiki Tiki. 
And he's like, I'm like, this is so creepy. <laughs> so creepy. I'm no longer turned on. Where's the orgasm shot? Because clearly I need this right now because you. And he sure doesn't. Off. He sure doesn't. He got the pee shot. He good. He is yeah. very hot though. I look at him and I'm like, whew. He's like, yeah, off. he's like very superficial, like very stereotypically attractive. But like the way he's just like, maybe I just like shitty guys. I'm like, he's just like too sweet. You know what I mean? I need someone just a little rude. He's a little pansy. Yeah, and I don't even think of it in, like, the sense that everyone's trying to, like, say that he's effeminate or, like, has, like, these queer tendencies or anything. It's just, like, I don't find young men attractive. So does that make sense? I don't find young men attractive, and I don't find men who let me walk all over them attractive. Yeah, that part. (laughs) Like, where are the balls? Well, I just like an equal teammate situation. You know what I mean? And like, I like a little bit of banter and I don't think he has much going on upstairs. So he's just like, la la la. I'm just so happy to be here. I mean, I'm just very dominant as a person and normally. And so I like to feel like I'm protected, like and safe and secure within like another domineering like person. And so I need that. So that's perfect. I need that protection energy. Yeah, but he's a cancer moon. And so he can be very like. I already told you I got way too many cancer moons in my life. And a Libra rising. So he's a lot going on in his his chart. Oh my God. (laughs) He's what we call all over the map, y'all. All All (laughs) over the map. I love the cancer moons most of the time because it's like the nurturing side. Yeah, like they're very Um, caring. Like water moons are good because they're very sensitive. But, but they're I, not, they're not like the external, like projecting on you sensitive, like a water sun. Oh my gosh. Cancers are too much. as like a regular sun sign, but yeah, so that works out, but he, I don't know. Never mind. We'll talk about this. Okay. <laughs> and this is an offline conversation. So everybody see yourself out of our podcast. I was like, I don't know if I want to get that deep, but yeah. <laughs> we ain't trying to get that deep. All right. All right. So back to the surface level, we have like um so we have like the little lunch we're like lisa and stanbury almost make up like it was a lot of like not important things um you know that i think sarah's a scammer and so like this event that she was being honored nobody told us what she was being honored for we barely knew that it was by global citizen like we only heard the generic like instagram captions of her speech like i just don't get her i get her but i don't like it how about that I mean, you're like, she's so inspiring and she's so pretty and blah, blah, blah. But like, she's not deep. She's so fake deep to me. Do you know what I'm saying? She's a young Pueblo account. Yeah, I get that. I I definitely get it. I just feel like she isn't portraying herself too deeply. Like, I feel like she's trying to be deep in the sense of like as me and her family and like getting to know her culture and all of that. And then like her talking about like being kind and like therapy and culture. And when it comes to like therapy and stuff, Mm -hmm. but she lacks like depth with like her body language. There's just no like, well, there's just no weight behind the words. Like we don't really know anything. I feel like she's just been very good at selecting what she shares with people Mm -hmm. to to make you think that you know anything, but like, we don't know. Like, to me, she doesn't have a personality. Anyone can be nice. She's not very well-rounded. No. I think that's the problem, is, like, yeah. we see, like, what she wants she want us to portray. Yeah, there's no imperfections. Yeah, but Which she's not very well-rounded. There's no... 
Like, even because it's like, what what's the story behind, like, your past divorces? You've been divorced a few times. Mm-hmm. What's the story behind, like, your bankruptcy? Like, how did that happen? Like, or what's the story behind? Like, because she is, I think she's trying to put off this, like, inspiring, like, you can be this anything you want to be and manifestations and all this. And so that's why I think we're very similar in that way. But, like, she lacks depth on TV and maybe she portrays that in real life, but she is, yeah. she doesn't know how to, like, and she also needs to be honest more. about the challenging part yeah. because you can Tony Robbins all day and be like, if you think it, you'll be it like, sure. You know, like, and I'm a very positive person. Like I have similar things, but you also have to explain how you got there besides thinking it. Right. Because no manifestation happens without action and plans and goals and like hard work. Yeah. And so to do that thing, like it's giving Kardashian where it's like, just want it and it'll come to you is like the law of attraction is not that easy. you know, like not everybody gets everything just like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to and do a so, lot of inner work and I, there I don't are think challenges. She has any acknowledgement of like her privilege and like her starting point versus other people's. And like, there's no context to that. And again, like, again, all the money to look the way you look and all these things. And she's just like sitting there in her fucking blazer and tool skirt. All yeah. Day. I mean, cause she, I mean, she could honestly even talk about like, maybe her being bullied i don't know if she was ever bullied as a kid for like the way but, like, but if she just had something yeah, something like, like some kind of share something because we're on episode what of dubai what episode is this i'm bored five or six five or six so yeah just like give us something Sarah, and then when she i like wrote, you when she wrote kind on ion's wrist i said get me out of here <laughs> like i roll i'm so happy ion is on my team and was like i'm over this girl I get where she was going with it, but not everyone wants to be preached to. Not everyone wants to be counseled. Not everyone wants that. You know, like, like I it's like Loki, a kind of self-absorbed person because she does a lot of like talking at people, but she doesn't actually really receive their messages, in my opinion. I, I don't know if we see that because then you see people that are like, like Lisa saying she's so kind. She's one of the kindest people that I've ever met. Like, well, so I don't know if it just like translates well and not everyone wants your, your advice or your opinions. You know, you have to kind of ask like, so do you want my opinions or do you just want to vent? Like, cause not everyone yeah. wants it. And I have to pull myself back sometimes from being like, you know, like I'm having such a good aligned weekend. I really did this and I did this and I did this and you can do whatever you want. You can be whoever you want. It's like not everybody wants that shit all of the time. Like you really have to like. You have to be a listener. Exactly. Like I don't think that she has actual dialogue with people. And honestly, I don't think she actually builds. She doesn't really have like deep bonds with people. Like I think she's a good networker and a good charmer and like a good like social person to be around like you can tell that she just like keeps trying to show up everywhere but you don't really see her like deeply receiving people because even having nina over with her family you have the buffer of like your family being there so you don't really have to have like deep conversations or like they did thanksgiving on the little ferris wheel it's like there's a bunch of kids and distractions where it's like you're not like you know how they used to complain about lvp with that like you're not going deep yeah really like opening yourself up and like that's not for everyone but it is if you're on a show like this we just want to see multiple sides of you every single uh, side the good the bad the ugly like you said with like the like talking and stuff it's like you have to have a conversation it's not like you have to have all these pre-planned like little mantras to give out to everybody yeah not everybody's seeking that like you have to actually like see what somebody's interested in talking about and i feel like she's just working on like her brand of an of human and like just trying to sell that to everybody mm-hmm. and since it's all quote positive stuff it's like how could that be bad 
And yeah. also, low-key, I kind of don't trust Lisa. I don't know why. I haven't trusted her since she made the kids say water and all those different accents because I feel like that was planned. Where I'm just like, mm, there's something. You know what I mean? And, like, the thing with her and Stanbury, because I don't really like Stanbury, but at the same time, like, I felt like that was also a random switch. So I have my eyes on Lisa. I like me some Ion, even though Ion does the most. And, and that's why I like Ion, like I like Ion being like, I have all these fake plants and I'm watering my fake plants because the therapist, you know, like she's like random, but she's genuine. Right. And I'm so really liking like, Brooks more yeah. and more too. Like yeah. every episode I'm like, wow, am I team Brooks? Yeah. And Brooks had like a couple missteps. Like, you know, Brooks was giving the new rich energy at this thing too. Mm-hmm. Like just trying to put her son in boarding school and getting people's advice. And, you know, I think it's more for like the conversation topic for the show. Um, and then you'll see when you finish the episode, like Sarah comes over to her house and like Brooks asks her about the boarding school. And she's like, I don't think you should do that. And then ironically enough, cause you were like, people should ask something. She was like, can I give you some advice? Or like, can I share something with you? And Brooks was like, sure. Thinking it was going to be something generic. She was like, you need to spend more time with your son. And like, you need to be more affectionate with him. And Miss Brooks from Boston popped the fuck off. It was so good. She was like, I don't fucking ask you that. You don't need to tell me how to raise my son. Boop, 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 boop. That's not her cadence, but like, I can't remember because I was tired. But it's uh-huh. funny because Stanberry kind of said the same thing. Like Stanberry is just, well, she, like- said, she talked about the boarding school. That's yeah. The thing. It's like-, like Sarah was answering about boarding school and that conversation was over. And then Sarah said like, can I say something else? And was just talking in general about mm. how Brooks is relationship with the son, which is like, was mildly unsolicited because how would Brooks know that that's what you were going to talk about? yeah because that's such Ooh. a generic phrase like you could be like can i tell you something like i really like this chicken you're yeah you're a terrible parent <laughs> yeah but like saying like you need to be a better mom like oof. it was messy messy boots but um Ooh. yes i agree with and also brooks was like unhinged at that pool party i was weak like she was in the cups she was just like oh my god those guys are so hot who the fuck are they like when Ion's friends were there yeah and just saying like Sergio you're supposed to be in a flamingo when I arrive yeah like I just loved how she was just yelling at everybody and everyone was like what is wrong with her (laughs) and I'm really like Nina is growing on me a lot too like I felt like we just saw like a real part of her like struggling Mm -hmm. with her dad being sick and like the pressure of living far away from her family and all of that stuff and so um I just I kind of like what we've seen so far of her. Like, I feel like she's also held back a little bit, but I think we've seen more of a balance from her lately, except I need her to stop trying to make French fries her thing. Like the bajillion people love French fries. Right. I'm not one of those people. I thought she's trying to do that. Like I'm so skinny, but I love French fries bit. And it's like, shut up. The Kardashians did that 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone went through the truffle fries phase, girl. It's over. They did not a truffle of New York. I don't even, I don't like truffle. It has a weird taste to me. I don't think I've had enough of like bougie truffle and like pasta and stuff. I also don't eat pasta, but like I like truffle mm. fries, but you just can't put too much of the Parmesan on it. It's like you have, it's called like don't dump things on fries. And also I always only eat shoestring fries. No steak cut for me. Um, I, when I eat fries, I have to have like a really good sauce. They have to be crispy I prefer yes, them to be loaded with cheese and yes. sour cream or ranch, like chives. I can't. Ooh. Have you ever that. had carne asada fries? No. 
that's in like um San Diego is like where they do it for specialty and it's basically like nachos or tacos but on fries so it's like carne asada chopped up guacamole queso pico de gallo etc etc I don't Oh, know if I'm Americanizing my Spanish but here those we go would be fries I would eat because I'm not really a big fry person. like just Um, google it and you're gonna die yeah, I don't. I'm gonna Google it later because I'm actually you're hungry you're now. on a down I'm like, from your peach tea I'm coming down from the caffeine, and so my stomach is like, I can see your face knock knock. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally see me coming down. I was like this is like when people get off MDMA <laughs> Yesterday, <laughs> like no yesterday I was driving and I literally felt like my brain just like I'm like wow I can feel myself coming down <laughs> like no que triste I'm but I'm yeah taking no a coffee break like because I don't want to be caffeine um addicted either so No, you can't do that. I just have one a day, um, especially I only have one but that one gets me yeah. going But I have like a proper <laughs> proportion. poor Yeah, I'm not doing whatever the fuck you are doing. Um, but yeah, I'm very Team Brooks. I'm Ayana's growing on me. I'm very Team Nina. <laughs> Um, Lisa, jury's out on her. I haven't decided. Stanbury, I'm hoping gets better because, like, I think now that we're hearing more about the boarding school stuff. And I think maybe after the wedding is over and she doesn't have to worry about that, I'm hoping she'
And she also like wants to make money because again, scammer, sorry for the word. I wish there was something nicer to say, but you know what I mean? Like she's trying to make a buck. And so she's like, I'll be on the show. That's, that's just my theory. Because again, the others are all expats. And then, you know, like if we're going to have a native, she's like the least traditional of it. And I do agree. Like, it's nice to like see people who, you know, absorb like modern times and all this stuff. But I feel like she also is just like cherry picking and like probably isn't really a practitioner, but is just like of much of her culture, but she just like knows plenty of it. Right. And shares it as well. Yeah. Anila was hitting me with that too. They were doing like a puja for her house and then they were doing the prayers and the producers were like, what are the prayers? She's like, I don't know. I was born in America. Like I just know to sing it. I was like, but then when it was time for the Diwali, she's like, come on, let's party Indian style and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Where it was kind of like flip-floppy. People got to watch the words. is all I'm going to say. Yeah. People includes Ruby, but (laughs) people got to watch it. Should we take one more break and then we'll do a little girl's trip? Let's do it. And as per usual, our favorite child, ultimate girl's trip to ex-wives club. Um, so good it's always so good every season and i'm going to be so sad leaving these crazy women every episode every episode has been so good like that we i thought the first ultimate girls trip was good but this is like no i knew that we could get more from season one because they were just all playing too nice you know it was softball and like ramona being the villain we all been new yeah like at least shocking thing that happened the whole time um so we wake up on like day five or six and we find out that the itinerary for the day is winery and christmas in september which is perfect because by the time that this recording is up my friends will know that i have brought decorations for christmas in july for our (laughs) weekend because last summer we were watching like hallmark christmas in july movies by coincidence because like our airbnb just had like four channels and so we were making a joke that it's like Christmas in July again. So I have brought my Dorinda bins um, that are just like yay big. They're not that big, but I have like a little red truck. I have candles. I have lights. Like we are going to decorate your house. house. Um, it's like an Airbnb that we're going to. Oh, nice. Nice. For a winery so weekend. So um, I'm going to decorate it. And it's like a little country farmhouse. So it's like my own Bluestone Manor. Oh my gosh, you guys called, do such fun things. What do I do? I'm going to call it name XYZ, which I'm not going to tell anybody. Um, but it's going to be a good time. Yeah, we're going to three wineries. Hopefully they're good because I've yet to find a Virginia winery. There's one that I like. Are and you guys staying in your area or going somewhere We're else? going to Northern Virginia. Oh, so okay. We're going to go to an undisclosed town that I'll tell you offline. In the- Great. <laughs> <laughs> As if like there's so many people listening, but. I don't like people knowing my business. Y'all can ask me. Um, but we're going to up to Northern Virginia and there's like a free gas town there that has like three wineries. And so, but we heard that they're really good. Like it's like a bougie little town. Mm-hmm. Like it's a film festival there and stuff, apparently. Like Dakota Johnson was there. I was like, excuse me? Like, Whoa. are we talking about this? That's fancy. Yeah. So I'll report back on how it is. Yeah. But yeah, I had I the wedding. I had the wedding last weekend and then this weekend I had the winery weekend and then the next weekends are my favorite because I will be home and just resting. I mean, you always do such fun things and then I'm like, what do I do with my life but work? I mean, you go drink for free 99. With 
with the cool kids. Oh yeah, I do do that. <laughs> we don't pay for our stuff, unfortunately. So at least or I, times. I just have John take me places so that I can drink for free. Exactly. Or me and my friends go places and we end up like somewhere where we drink for free anyway. So it just works out. But you do actual fun things where you're like, let's go out of town and go to some wineries and go do like fun things, like <laughs> planned fun things. Like, I don't feel like I... And that type fun of life. Yeah, no. I'm telling you, you are like in that post Molly sadness. Right? I <laughs> She's like twiddling her nails. She's like, I, we don't do things like that. <laughs> <laughs> this drink really hit me hard. Like, yeah, it really is a downer, guys. You're, you're as sad as a man on Kyle are together. <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> you're trying to get that part brand partnership this. Uh, I will spit on my computer. Oh, now I have to Google it. It's like we switched. Look, no one at work would recognize him. Smile. (laughs) Okay, girls trip. Let me just say something right off the jump. Not all sets are meant to be purchased. Like the tie-dye sets are not for everybody, including Mrs. Medley. Like that pink and orange tie-dye set. I was good on it. Like, you know, Eva had her like little bandana and her... Erica Badu, you know, like Eva creates a vibe. I see those sets all the time at Target and Loft and everywhere else. And I'm like, no. Like I think about it because I'm like, oh, that's popular. And then I'm like, I would look so fucking dumb in that outfit. <laughs> like you don't have to purchase everything just because you have the money. I used to have, I went through a tie-dye I like phase. Heels. But I tie-dyed my own clothes. Yeah, like our 90s kid energy tie. Like we did tie-dye for my friend's bachelorette party. Um, and we did OG like, you know, red, yellow, blue, and then mix them how you want to mix them. I thought I wanted to have a tie-dye sock business. <laughs> wow, the revelations just keep coming in this episode. Oh, that died very quickly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I was almost the Rob Kardashian of tie-dye. No, not him. <laughs> Arthur George tie-dye collection <laughs> someone <laughs> bought me a pair of arthur george socks my friend rachel um bought me a pair of arthur george socks as like part of my christmas present once and i can't remember what it was but it like one word had champagne on it of course and then i can't remember what the other one it was were like they like comfy socks they were thick um which i enjoy because i have cold feet all the time right she is from a caribbean island so she is cold frequently um and that's all i remember because eventually i had to get rid of one but i think i wore them out so they must have been good yeah shout out to you chris jenner because you're really the one who did it and then just like gave it to rob you're like right this is what hard work is i'm like "Mm, let me find a manufacturer in thailand great remember when he was trying to get into usc law school Mm. that was a a sham (laughs) disgrace it all went downhill when he first tattooed the name adrian onto his yeah, because I think he got into law school, but then he, what happened? He dropped out. No, I think he just wanted to apply. I think he, he graduated from SC with like business or something, but then. Oh. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. I recall because it was like around the same time I was there, but alas, sorry, Boberto. Moving on because this is not a Kardashian podcast. Um, we have like Dorinda. So this was like last week was when Dorinda blew up and like fucked everybody's shit 
And so now she's on her apology tour, you know, for the drinking. And like, mm-hmm. I thought it was so annoying when she was trying to eke out a tear during her confessional where she's like, I feel really bad. Like I did something wrong. And it's like, yeah, you did do something wrong. And you're you right. actually, and you should actually feel like shit, but you don't actually feel like shit. You're just saying you do. Oh my God. Guest host alert. Oh my gosh. He just, he literally he just, just slammed that door. No, he was opening it, but he brought so much food. He brought croquettes for a day. And so many other things. We got an tote bag. <laughs> you can see. <laughs> I'm just having fun. Okay, so Dorinda pretended to feel bad. We know she didn't. Um, I thought it was really funny when like Dorinda was talking to Jill and she was like, people don't know this about me, but I'm actually not that social. And it gave me like flashbacks to my mom asking why I plan all these group weekends. Cause she's like, you don't even like anybody. Why are you doing this? I was like, damn, mom, don't tell people my business. I know. Cause I- when Dorinda said that, I was like, but you are very social. That was like the one time I resonated with her. And I think it's like extroverted introvert energy. Like I love to host things. Like I love planning it and I love decorating for it, but I don't really like people to be like up in it for too long, at least where I have to be like formally hosting. So I kind of get like, I enjoy the party planning aspect and mm-hmm. I love the decorating aspect, but then people in my house too long, like I don't mind if it's one night, like an overnight and like slumber party, like, yes, like I can have 30 people. You wouldn't think so in this apartment, but I have had it. And then like, you know, four or five stay over and it's just one night is so much fun. But like anybody here for a long time, I'm like, no, please go away. Or like if I have to be like social for like when you're in high school and you have to go to like conferences and stuff, like model you on our student council or whatever. Yeah. I, I would come back and my mom would be like, how was it? And I was like, nobody talked to me. And like what I didn't <laughs> know at the time, because I thought I was just an asshole teenager was uh, like, I was just an introvert. So like I was sick of socializing like yeah. I was tapped out it's so, like my mom god forbid that poor woman who gave birth to me and like kept me alive all these years was like hey how was it and I was like I don't want to talk about it and I would just like try and go to sleep in the car and just be a drama so I'm the same way um because I'm an extroverted and like yeah extroverted thing, introvert yeah. So I'll need to like recharge. Like I can only be around people for so long that I'm like, all right, I'm going home to sit on my couch and be by myself. Um, so I feel that. So it's very much like energy from Mean Girls. Don't look at me. Yeah, it's very that. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, so I kind of related to her in that one. Um, yeah, so I think Brandy had the best like argument with Dorinda in this mm-hmm. argument, but like, Dorinda's like, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said, and she's like, you shouldn't have said anything at all. Like it wasn't your fight. And like, if, if, if Bravo had the time to find every clip where Dorinda told other people in New York to stay out of her arguments, it's like, girl, you should have done the same. Right. Brandy's kind of scary. Brandy's scary when she's like sober and has a point to make, you know, cause Brandy makes great points. Mm-hmm. Like she's very on point with what she says. You just kind of yeah. have to weed through some of the bullshit. Like, you know, the, the not bullshit. Cause I don't think she's, a dishonest person you just have to weed through no the no light. like her nonsense like, her nonsense she's also careless but she's careless but i do agree that it's like she doesn't seek to create the problems like all of the times it's like somebody pokes at her right she just doesn't know how to restrain herself and people right. like to take advantage of that but if she's just being spoken to she's actually quite kind and normal 
Yeah, and Dorinda's just on her apology train in the morning, like, apologizing to Jill. I'm going to hug yeah. you every morning, like, apologizing to Brandy. Weird. And Brandy's like, I'm not going to sweep this under the rug. Like, yeah. apology's not going to cut it. And her, Tamara, and Vicky talking about, like, how traumatized they were because of Dorinda. Was like very I mean, when Tamara was crying later, I was like, dang, why is she having to, like, I've never seen Tamara like this. Yeah. Um, I also like the thing about what Dorinda was doing is my biggest pet peeve in life. I mean, amongst like the 73 other ones I have is when someone is constantly apologizing for something that they're doing over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's I very toxic. Flatter than words. Like if you are somebody who does drunk tirades and attacks, either stop attacking me or stop drinking, but don't yeah. keep like, and also when she sat down and the first thing she said to Brandon was, I love you. I had like a direct memory of a former friend who was like out of their mind on drugs, being an asshole. And it was like a repeated incident at that point. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to like walk them back and make sure that they were okay. And like, make sure that they like didn't pass out and die quite literally. And the first thing they were like, I just love you. And I'm like, don't sit like it literally like eaves me. I would, I didn't even say I love you too, the way Randy did. I was just like, are you okay? Like, are you going to be fine? I've got to go. Like, I can't do it. It's just very toxic behaviors. Like here's my bullshit. I'm sorry. Here's my bullshit again. I'm sorry. Like it, and it just continues. So it's like me saying, I forgive you is just going to enable your behavior because you just think it's okay. And then she's like victim playing. Like, I just really wanted to make it nice. And I just really like wanted to make it special. And it's like, but girl, like you were doing the most. Like, yeah. And like, that's not true because you act like this all the time on your yeah. video. And just acknowledge like the way it. what people are like, receive it, just receive it, receive it and shut up. I, I loved when Phaedra finally showed up and Vicky was like, bless this room, Phaedra, like bless us, bless the room, bless the house. Like something needs to work. Like <laughs> so <laughs> random and freaky. And then when she was like, I've never been around a situation like this. It's bizarre. I'm like, didn't you do that for like 14 years on your show? Like be negative or have other women be negative at you? Like, what are you talking about? Probably talking about the way Dorinda is though. Like Dorinda's very like strong, bam. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like it's very I think toxic. up and down. Yeah. It's just very like, up and down. it's like an abusive relationship, honestly. No, like, it, and, it, it's actually what emotional abuse is like. Yeah. And that's not okay. And yeah. I think that she needs help. Because I think Brandy is right. I know I'm like skipping, but Brandy no, told yeah. her, you know, Brandy told her like, yeah. look, like, I think you're in denial about you being on pause. Like we, they, we want to see Dorinda season one, two, two, three. Like if you keep continuing the way that you are, you're going yeah. to be on pause forever because what you're portraying right now, mm-hmm. people are not going to want you on TV again. It's kind of like how the like Taylor Swift's and the Justin Bieber's of the world, when they're at their peak, they just continue to surround themselves with yes people, mm-hmm. of honest people. And so they don't know that they haven't, they think they have no flaws because they're continually just surrounded by people who are letting them do whatever they want. I mean, look at R. Kelly. That's dark, but. Wow. That, okay. <laughs> like, let's jump to assailants. <laughs> I just mean like being self-absorbed, <laughs> but yes, sure, India. <laughs> but yeah, like just I think she has enough people that are either like lackadaisical friends of hers, um, like acquaintances and fans that she's getting so much positive reinforcement for acting how she is that she just believe you know like we leave we apologize to everybody right. for the people that ask comments. 
leave all the Bravo celebrities that we like <laughs> Instagrams because we're always like, we love you, forget the haters. So that's the messages that people like Dorinda are reading and they disregard the ones that may actually be trying to help her. Right. Um, so we, and we're I part of, we're part of the toxicity, but not for Dorinda. We're part of the toxicity for like, I'm trying to think of somebody like Jen Shaw. Yeah. Shaw <laughs> spot forever. Snowflake, snowflake, snowflake. <laughs> Until proven guilty. Pause, like, pause. Pause I probably, the show. I probably commented and said, uh, you are guilty and I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. But I did love Vicky, like, coming back at Dorinda. Because Vicky was not having it with her. She was just fed up. And she was like just like, you're Vicky not, like. Rewon me over. Yeah. Because she was just like, yeah, I went through a shitty breakup. Yeah, but everyone acknowledged, like, but you've gotten better every single day. And she like, the breakup literally just happened before you came here. So like, like yeah, she's before she got there. Yeah, so of course she's gonna be in a shitty mood. Like, what do you expect? She's human, and it's and, like, and, like it's annoying when you want to vent about your relationship or your breakup, and then she's yeah. just like, get over it. So she's like, I'm not gonna tell you anything any anymore. Like, you lose that privilege. Well, well I think Dorinda like will never admit it, but she probably like didn't like Vicky to begin with, because like we know, and also like no matter whether or not people want to agree with this, like politics is always going to play into something because your politics can be like associated with your identity. Like mm-hmm. people know Vicky is like super conservative, that she's an anti-vaxxer, all this stuff like off the jump. And like Dorinda, her husband worked for like the DNC. Like she's a very progressive person, yeah. politically speaking. And so I think she already had like this preconceived, preconceived notion mind about Vicky and probably Vicky the same about Dorinda. And so like, Dorinda's just decided that she's not going to like Vicky. So she's going to find something yeah, no matter what. And so like when you don't like, and Dorinda did the same thing with Bethany. Like if you don't care for someone, like you're going to take everything they give you and use it against them later. Yeah. Cause like, I legit will never forget that tequila trip that they did for Roni when like Dorinda blacked out and like said all the things she actually thought about Bethany and Bethany was like shaken. Cause she's like, this is literally my fear in life is that yeah. people get me to trust them and then they turn on me and for as drama as bethany is like that's a real concern mm-hmm. you know what i mean because uh, Dorinda is she she can't be happy for other people like she and that, i think again that's the weird dichotomy for jill is because jill had the same issue where like she couldn't really support bethany succeeding because she's like well i made bethany's i'm the reason bethany's here so therefore like she owes me the success you know what i mean like she and Jill both have trouble with other people's success if it's not attached to them. Right. Or it's very peculiar. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's different. Like it's two pronged, but like they share that issue as well. Cause nice. Jill is just more like overbearing and it's like, I want to be but in your life. Was, I want to, but she was dark. Yeah. With that season three with Bethany. Yeah. You're right. She was scary. Island was, that was a scary time. The prize. Yeah. <laughs> so at least prize. I'm in- I am enjoying Jill this season still. I liked her little Hampton suit. Um, I'm weak that like they always have breakfast together and then everyone goes and gossips in Tamara and Vicky's room. And mm-hmm. that's when like Vicky was talking about how she's going to die sad if she died today. She's like, and they if I die, tell everyone I died sad. Flashback. And when they did the Costa Rica flashback, because that's one of my favorite Vicky scenes. When she's like, I just got sad because I thought about how one of us is going to die today. <laughs> come back and see this tree. And they're like, have you been drinking? She's like, no, I'm just sad she's the biggest hypochondriac i've ever seen on tv so she's so wild and she so crazily believes everything she says like yeah it's (laughs) so much it's so so much she's like if i die tell everyone i died sad and it's like (laughs) put it on your tombstone (laughs) right just like uh no we're not doing that 
Pedro's like, no, stop. And then <laughs> I like that everybody noticed that Taylor was super weird the night before. Mm-hmm. And then it either felt staged or intoxicated or both because it was both. very weird. Um, and then uh, to me, like Tamara, this season is just like proving why she's like MVP housewife because she just like very strategically and smartly makes ties with everybody. Mm-hmm. She pulls Phaedra aside and it's like, I'm just trying to get to know you and all this stuff. And it's like, again, nice, but like we're on a television show, people. She also is like, oh, this is someone who hasn't filmed a lot. Like I'm going to get extra points for like filming with her and getting to know her and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Tamara's um, one of the, you know, there are so few greats of Real Housewives, like prime And like, when we say stars, great, we mean good people. We mean good housewives. There's a Good difference. housewives. There are, there's a difference. Okay. You can be a good person and not a good housewife. You can be a bad person and not a good housewife, but there are just a few greats. Tamara is one of them. Like yeah. Tamara, Tamara Bethany, um, Jen Shaw. That's why we stand. Squad. <laughs> Barlow. Bacon berries and Barlow. Yeah. Nene leaks. Never forget. Nene leaks. Like they're just few Team greats. Twirl, Kenya Moore. Yeah. Kenya. Did you watch Atlanta this week? Yeah. I am the I'm moment. The moment. <laughs> Not tomorrow if you're not. I am the moment. I am the moment. <laughs> like, I love how she just talked over Marlo. <laughs> right at the camera, like just breaking full she, fourth wall. Icon, icon, icon. Um, so then they also Phaedra sent me with the fact that like she had a divorce apology twice. Twice. I didn't know you can appeal a divorce. I think I did because I feel like I heard someone try to do that in recent times. And by recent times, I mean maybe in Orange County. <laughs> of them in the old seasons I was watching tried to but I can't remember but Ooh, that's scary but yeah that's really that is scary because it's like you can entrap somebody into staying with you forever y'all better be careful with who you sign those court documents with that's all I'm gonna say I don't know why I'm giving auntie voice right now it's the white rice prenup. it's the white rice effect. put in the prenup no appeal you cannot appeal this <laughs> no bitch. Appeal. you can't appeal this well bitch. they probably didn't prenup even if it's Phaedra so then they go to the winery, which of course is called Balderdash. And I said, that's not a coincidence. Not Balderdash. Because <laughs> like, the tomfoolery is about to happen. Um, everybody looks very chic. Like Vicky looked very chic in her little one strap. Vicky looks so good. I was oh, like, excuse you. I hate when she just like chooses to try sometimes. And other times she got that wet ass hair looking crazy. Yeah. Cause I think she had on like that cute, like tan uh, one piece, like bodysuit. And then she had on like Fendi pants like a cute pair of fendi pants pants. he looks so good i was like whoa yeah i liked that and then um they were like okay we're gonna go through four wines with you and then they did this thing that like i feel like a lot of people don't realize is like if you go to wineries that are like in small towns or like on a weekday like a wednesday and it's not like you know napa or somewhere where like there's always um tourists because this was like around my old town with my parents like people will say that like oh if you want to just try something from the barrel like just ask us and we'll go down and that's where you get fucked up mm-hmm. that's why you always need an uber or a driver because people are generous in those small places yeah and they'll be like oh you want to mix this do you want to make your own wine like they'll take all the little um i don't remember what the instrument is called but like where they suction out the wine and they'll tell you like do you want to make your own blend and you're like yeah and then you just keep fucking going and that's how you end up in the weeds. And I'm like, do you want it? And they'll be like, is there anyone that you really liked? And if you're very sincere, you're like, oh yeah, I liked this one because I like, you know, dry wine or I like this one because of the fruity flavor. They're like, okay, we'll get you a little bit more. Mm. 
And then you are twisted on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Where to go? <laughs> I also like I like the Phaedra like sober moment. Um when she had to literally bring Jesus to the table to get yes. these dishes in line. Period. Like they literally had to bring God into it. They were like no one else is going to make them listen. But I, I do that a lot where I just open a book, like an inspirational book or anything. And I'm like, okay, whatever page it lands on is what I'm supposed to like know today. And so the fact that Phaedra was like so choked up and like reading it, I was like, this is me in real life. Oh my God. I'm like, oh my gosh, this resonates so much. I'm no heathen, but uh. a lot. <laughs> and I her like, like telling Dorinda basically like, you need to... Like, that's so where I'm like, I don't really believe it. I'm sure she like dog eared a page and was like, oh, here's the one I opened. <laughs> I was like, Dorinda needs to hear this. Her getting choked up seemed genuine. So I was like, oh, oh. no. I mean, I believe like, I believe someone's faith can get them like that. I'm just yeah. saying like, I don't know if the passage was too much of a coincidence because she, you know. I mean, Dorinda was going to get brought up anyway in the conversation. Tamara was like, Dorinda was going to come to Jesus moment with, with this bitch because I cannot do this for two more days. Yeah. And then uh, I love how Vicky tried to pivot it about the departure stories. And Phaedra goes, not talking about it. Right. And I honestly don't think Vicky knows about Phaedra's depart- departure. Oh, no. Story. I don't think Vicky knows anything about, first of all, any of the Black people. Yeah. And like, <laughs> secondly, most anybody else. Yeah. Like, I think she might know. I don't even think she knows. Like, I think she just knows who people are because she's like met them at right. times. Right. But I don't think she's ever watched any show that's not her show because, like, she's the one. Didn't she get into the argument with Ramona on the other BravoCon about whose show put Bravo on the map? I think so. Yeah. Even though they're friends in real time, but like, I think back then. So she doesn't know. Sorry yeah. to black people. I wasn't saying that. She just doesn't care. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know that she engages with people of color too often, if not required. But secondly. <laughs> Then I was like, she probably just doesn't care about anybody else's shows at all. It's like people of color or the LGBTQIA. Oh, she definitely hasn't met any of them. <laughs> uh, intentionally. Intentionally, at least. Not She's like, y'all can go meet me at Andalas, and that's about it. Um, <laughs> and then they did, like, their... And so then they switched the conversation because nobody wanted to talk about the departures, which was hilarious. I mean, except for Dorinda, who sat on pause, and Brandy was like, stop saying that. Yeah. But then they talked about their favorite moments. I don't think you know how to say what pause means. <laughs> And she's like, that's what Andy said. It's like, shut the fuck up. Andy has just blocked your nice. number. Andy has blocked your number, girl. You better stop. But that's like, why they flash back to, like, Brandy saying that to her. Because, like, if yeah, you can be unpaused, you need to check her. Because they need to check her. Absolutely. Like, it's just too much at this point. And then um, they pivoted to, like, your favorite memories instead. And I was like, what a cop. Like, I'm sorry to wives and mothers everywhere. Like, I know that's beautiful. But like, just to say your wedding or your kids being born. I was like, we want like a fun, like a iconic to the show memory. Right. Eva's wedding was not iconic to the show. Mm-mm. Pedro's first son was only iconic because she kept lying about his birth date. Or like her due date or whatever. Yeah. Or lying but, about it more so. Like, I liked Taylor talking about like going to Vegas and dancing. Or Brandy talking about, like, her fun with LVP and stuff like that. Jill and the Morocco trip. Oh, my God. Jill and Morocco. Like, the only good thing about that, because Ramona is going to say a bunch of racist things when they get there at first. Of course. Um, um, sorry to always kill the mood. <laughs> um, and then I did, like, even though I said all of that about, like, marriages and everything, I always did, like, um, 
Eddie's proposal to Tamara to me was always super, so cute because she yeah. was like so in disbelief. Like I felt so bad for her because in that moment you realize like how much she lacked in self-esteem before mm-hmm. that like she didn't even think she deserved for him to propose to her. Right. And now I think they're low-key like a solid Bravo couple. Twin flames, soulmates. Okay. At Megan Gong Kelly. <laughs> twin flames. I watched her movie Till Death Do Us Part yesterday. Or me and John did. Who? Uh, Megan Fox? Mm-hmm. She's in that movie. What is that Basically, about? her ex-husband or her husband. She's cheating on her husband. What is that Sorry on? for the spoiler. It's on Netflix. Okay. She cheats on her husband. Her husband, I guess, finds out somehow. On their 11th, 11-year anniversary, he takes her to their mm-hmm. lake house. They have sex. She wakes up. She's handcuffed to him. And he shoots himself what? in the head. And then Ew. takes her on a fucking scavenger hunt. Like like takes away all of the weapons all of the knives everything out of the house so she can't uncut herself from him and so she's just dragging his body around trying to figure out how to get the fuck out the house it's a it's a mess that's, like a, that's a little too much for me it's very like wow he's psycho oh like, no Lord. strong violence grisly images and language throughout no thank yeah. you this movie is chilling scary and suspenseful no i would say scary it's not scary it's well it will probably scare me i don't even suspenseful. Know. I didn't even watch like American Horror Story Coven when I looked away. Um, American Horror Story is on a trillion, like always. So no. Um, Ew. And all the other movies that are on this page, like associated with, look scary. I know you can't see it. It's just white flashes. I love it. I love it. But it looks so scary. There's one called um, Only Mine. And he's an officer with eyes. And there's secret obsession, and you see the reflection of a man inside a picture frame of a couple. Yeah, I've seen that one. No, 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 no. I've seen that one. I will, um, I will settle for Bridgerton for the hundredth time, and that's this movie called A Perfect Pairing, which is like about a girl who goes to a wine country in Australia. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to see it because that's I love nice a um, I love whatever her name is, Victoria Justice. My mom was like, "Oh, I just saw that Netflix movie with Vanessa Justice," and I was like, "Oh my god." Why haven't I taught you anything? <laughs> oh, big so are we at Christmas? I guess I need to cover oh, yeah. this part. Yeah, you get to tell me about Christmas in September. Oh, this is so good. Brenda legit apologized to Vicky, which was good. Yeah, that was um, nice. I thought they had a really good conversation. Like when Vicky talked about like how sensitive she is, like that's why like I root for Vicky because she just like wants love mm-hmm. so badly. Like not yeah. just romantic love. Like she wants her kids to love her. She wants everyone to love her. Yeah, she doesn't want to die sad. Yeah, just, like. But if she died today, she would. Well, today being yeah. that day. That's yeah. Wrong. If I died today, just say I died sad. Like, what is wrong That's with you? So, it's so sad. But I think it's because the breakup is so new. Like, yeah. It's like Dorit with the intrusion. We're like over it because we're like, it's Hanukkah's Dorit. And it's like, wait, but like, it was like three weeks ago for her. Yeah. Something. Like, really bad. Um, she feels the trauma in her veins. Um, sorry. Continue. So, yeah, Christmas was so good. Um I need you to finish watching it because it's so fucking funny. Um, so they all get ready. They get back to the house, get ready, whatever. It's decorated nicely, all that jazz, whatever. So um, they're sitting down just like chatting and they ask, I don't know how it comes up, but they end up asking Brandy like about the Denise, the Denise issue. And so Brandy is like, Ooh. you know, oh, because Brandy's dress. And they were like, have you worn that dress before? Like, did you just buy that? She was like, no, I bought it for the reunion last year or the reunion a couple years ago. Or was it last year? A couple years ago. But 
I was canceled, like, from going the the morning of, oh, and so yeah. I didn't get to wear it. So then they, they flash back to Andy and her talking about, like, what she would have said if she was at the reunion. So she was like, I was just kind of, like, offended uh, because, about with Denise because I just felt like I hit it and quit it. Like, she, we did what we did, and then I just never heard from her again. And so that, like, hurt yeah. my feelings. And so Tamara was like, yeah, Denise actually called me to tell me what okay. happened. And was like, like you know, like Denise like that. Exactly. Because I guess Tamara's like, I've known Denise for years and Denise called me and was just like, so what should I do? What? I'm about so sorry. Like, I have to like, I'm so sorry yeah. to interrupt. I have to process that Denise Richards is friends with Tamara Judge. Mm-hmm. It like, it reads in the like hillbilly of it all with all due. But like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Like, Denise Richards hangs out with anybody. Mm-hmm. That's why, sorry. And I'm not trying to be dog Tamara. I'm just like. That's wild. No random. Okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Continue. So, so Denise reached out to her. She reached out to mm-hmm. me. So she reached out to, to Tamara asking like, so this is what's going on on the show. Like, what do I need to do? And Tamara told her like, tell the truth. Like, that's the best thing to do is tell the truth. Did you do it? And Denise was like, no, I didn't. She was like, okay. So then they asked Tamara like, so who do you believe? Like, do you believe Brandy? Uh-oh, do you believe uh-oh. Denise? And Tamara, at first she says Denise, and they're like, what? Like, really? And then she's like, no, 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 I mean, I believe Brandy. And she was like, what? I And she was like, I just misspoke. She was like, so I believe Brandy because at BravoCon the year prior, so before Brandy and Denise hooked up, the year prior, she said that Denise hit on her and, like, kept asking, like, her to come to her room and all of that. So she said that's why she believed Brandy. So Brandy felt like she was on camera? Yeah, she said it on camera. Oh, my goodness and so brandy's like thank you for like you didn't have to do that but thank you for like vindicating me because i know i'm not fucking crazy like i don't lie yeah Yeah. tamara was like yeah she hit on me like at BravoCon the year before and she was like so i wonder if that's why denise asked me about it because she wanted to like cover her bait cover her tracks of like oh yeah oh yeah well she was hoping that like tamara was because the thing about tamara there's so many things about tamara but like Tamara is deceitful, but she knows, like, she knows you can't hide from the truth. So she mm-hmm. can twist things, but she can't lie. And so there's a difference. Like, you can't lie about something you did, but you can just, like, try to reshape someone's perspective on stuff. Right. So Tamara was like, I felt like it was calculated because the year before she had hit on me so hardly, like, so strongly. So it was like, okay. Um, so that happened, and they were like, wow. Um, but I feel like throughout the season, they had already talked about like, oh no, cause then now, not throughout the season, throughout the episode, but this is the part where Tamara like asked Brandy, like, so who would you have sex with in this group? Like who w- would be your top three choices? No, no, and not top three out of seven. So They're Brandy like, said, first it was Phaedra, second was Eva and third was Tamara. Tamara said Eva was first, Brandy was second, and then it was Phaedra. <laughs> I mean, Phaedra, I guess it's rough pickings in that group. Phaedra was like, mm-hmm, you want some of that chocolate? Chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hands. And she was like, uh-uh, not quoting 50 Cent. It's like, all right. I, I didn't even realize I was a 50 Cent reference until you just said it. Uh, well, I just. <laughs> it's from Candy Shop. I always remember that because that was like the first rap song where somebody was rapping slow enough that my mom understood the words and I got in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) 
because I used to listen to the worst music. And so Biggie was like, oh, hell no. Melt in your, ha- melt in your mouth. Like, hell no. I was like, oh, you and your little amiguitos want to go to the candy shop? Oh, is that what you like to do? Is that what we do in this little Yorktown? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, mom, first of all, no. <laughs> like, Not in I'm, this little Yorktown. Number one, I'm a dork. I don't know if you remember, but she put me in dork classes. So no. <laughs> Secondly, it's just a song. And like, also, this is the woman who was playing me Madonna songs when I was like four. So I was singing crazy for you talking about like one night stands and stuff when I was like five or six. And like a virgin. Okay, mom. Yeah, but she was mad about Fitty. (laughs) She does not fuck with that Fitty. Um, (laughs) Money by Monday, Randall. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, but. and so I mean, then I blame them for those rankings. It would have yeah. to literally be, it has to be like, I'm saying these ones in no particular order. It has to be like Eva, um, Brandy, and then like Tamara or Taylor, but like definitely Tamara over Taylor in terms of like action. Yeah. And they not, just select Phaedra because like she's has a she's nice- She's like the next yeah. most. She's not Vicky or Dorinda. But no one selected Taylor and no one selected Jill. And so Jill felt some type of way. <laughs> They were at the table. Vicky or Dorinda? Uh, no. No, well, someone chose Dorinda as, like, fourth. I think that was Brandy. I think Brandy said Dorinda fourth or something. And then Vicky chose Brandy. Because Vicky was like, I don't do that. I'm heterosexual. I like men. And And they were like, okay, but if you had to, like, life or death out of this group. say who's the hottest. And Vicky was like, I guess Brandy because, you know, she would teach me a lot. (laughs) And because everybody, like they said last week, Vicky is a download freak a leak. Like, yeah, for sure. She needs somebody on her level. So then they're all eating and they're like, Jill, like you're quiet for once. Like, oh no. Like, we need so you to speak some more, but make it quick. And Jill's like, I'm quiet because no one wanted to have sex with me. Like, she, she, basically, she was, <laughs> she was like, so I'm protesting and I'm being quiet. <laughs> yeah. But she only said that in her confessional. In person, she was like, well, I'm having a good time. I'm just enjoying you guys. I'm listening. Yeah, she, never, she never says the truth. Like, not the truth, but, like, she never says what it is. Like, she won't. And that's, like, her issues. Like, she won't really bring it up. And then people wonder why she's upset. And it doesn't make sense. Right. And then they bring up the whole Taylor thing. Taylor and Brandy thing of what happened. Okay. And Taylor was like, you know, honestly, it's because I have love for you. And if I didn't, like feel like you have a sweet spot in my heart like I would be indifferent to you yeah so I was just kind of triggered and she's like I feel like we're either like you're feel I feel like you're either fucking or you're fighting and I'm like what um yeah. and Tamara was just like Taylor makes me snore <laughs> and Vicky was like I mean Tamara said that out loud like walking with Eva she's like Taylor makes me snore did I say that too loud <laughs> oh my god and then, be her friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then they're just like, okay, whatever. So Brandy was like hitting on Vicky again, so that was funny. Brandy and, was hitting on Victoria. Yeah, just saying like you need like you need some spice, basically. And Vicky oh. was just like, no, no. Um, so that was funny because I think it just makes Vicky so uncomfortable. Then they do they play White Ele- Elephant, and that was just like what it was. They like had gifts. And Vicky oh. got a vibrator from Tamara. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll be back in a second. Okay, so we're just about to wrap up this episode. Um, they play White Elephant. That was what it was. Vicky got a vibrator from Tamara. She uh-uh. said she needed it. So wrong. So wrong. Um, I mean, God bless vibrators, but 
Yeah. Oh, also the weird part, though, was that Brandy got body cream from Taylor. I don't know what body cream it was. It looked expensive. Was it White Elephant or was it Secret Santa? Like, was it, it did done? White Elephant. So they, like, put the oh, gifts okay. in the middle. And then, so I'll break down the gifts. Tamara got a Gucci scarf from Eva. Like, Eva got the Gucci scarf. Brandy got body cream, and that was from Taylor. But then, as Brandy was bending down because she was wearing a really short dress, and they kept saying, like, we can see your hoo-ha. Brandy like bent down to get the box and she was like I like little boxes and Taylor was like I like I like your little box too like I'm looking right at it because it's in my face no was like oh my gosh cringe and then so then that's when Brandy opened up the gift and found it was from Taylor and then they made out and that was gross um no what okay I'm not people can make out but like enemies need to stop making out yeah you know what i mean like it's just too much it's basically taylor wants to fuck brandy that's what it seems like you have a special you know place in my vagina i could definitely believe that i feel like taylor has a lot repressed inside that she has been trying a lot out and like there's something that makes her turn when brandy's around for, for sure for sure um like she has always set off around brandy so yeah because they've made out before it's like okay they made out before yeah I feel like on Beverly Hills, they said that they did. They were like, we've made oh, out before. Oh, they didn't make out. Like, after being enemies, it was when they were in the Ojai thing and they, like, kissed briefly. Like, because they were mm. like, Oh, yeah. They didn't make well, out. They didn't, like, make out, but they, like, um, kissed, like, with very, like... I mean, that's because their lips are shaped that way. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, it, like I look like a horse just then. <laughs> you look like something. <laughs> Ew. And, yeah, like, your mouth is going to get stuck like that. It's not cute. You look like you're sucking on a, not sucking on, but you look like when you put your lips up to the glass window and they go. Yeah. Or like a fish, like on the, on the. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stop doing that. Um, I'm done. Uh, so Jill got an ugly sweater via Dorinda. Like that's the worst gift. Oh my God. Everyone else gave real gifts. But she liked it. She was like, I'm Jewish. And so I've never had a Chris ugly Christmas sweater. I'm like, oh, Jill, playing nice because I would be like, what the fuck is this? Gucci scarves, expensive body creams, sale collection. Like, what the fuck is this? Um, Eva got back up. The coffee is back up. I think it's the drink now. I think I was level. I think like the the coffee went down and because of the drink and the drink said, whoop. Oh my God. Here we fucking go. Thank God. And then I just had a sip of that beer. So I think it just like. Got you into high gear. Jolted me. Yeah, it's strong. Your voice scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> what are you doing here, sir? <laughs> Who's that in my house? <laughs> That's like, I told someone I'm glad that, like, so I was like not trying to spend money and I finally got AirPods, but I got like whatever the oldest ones are that are still being sold. Yeah. I don't need fancy shit. And um, apparently like the the most modern ones have like noise canceling or something. Yeah, those are the pros, and, but they look, they feel weird in your ears. And I was like, thank fucking goodness I didn't get those because I was wearing whatever second generation ones I had and like someone came up behind me and I went, Jesus, in my desk cubicle. <laughs> and I literally like slammed my desk because I was terrified. So I don't need any of these fancy, iP- not iPod, what is it called? Yeah, John said the pros suck. He said, oh, yeah. I mean, they sound good, but I'm like, it ain't. Like, it they ain't have that, like, them. weird piece on them. It ain't no different than them. Sound-wise, person. Than Beats? Yeah, it ain't no different than them. You can still hear outside of them? I feel like when I talk to you with your headphones on, you never... No, I, no I'm talking about as far as sound quality. Oh, sound quality. Yeah, that. 
Yeah, he said the sound quality isn't, like, any different than any other headphones. Yeah. Like, you just can't hear anything. And, and, like, I'm just a commoner. Like, I don't... I mean, I have the regular AirPods. This is well, no, my I second pair. Like, I just don't need, fan- like, technology. Like, I don't need... Yeah. Whenever, like, whenever I go to an Apple store and I'm like, what's the difference between these computers? And they tell me everything. I'm like, none of that means anything to me. Like, I literally just need to send, like, emails and, like save my pictures yeah they're like there's tetrahertz and like whatever i'm like bitch speak to me in english first of all yeah like just (laughs) don't try to upsell me because it's not going to happen i'm going to buy the oldest ass bitch in here i'm superficial like i like the 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 features sometimes like so i like the pro because a it is faster and like relatively faster if you're like doing a lot of stuff on it but I like the touch bar. So I was like, this touch bar is like making me happy. And it really does make What's me happy. The touch I use bar? It. It's like a touch bar, like on the top of the computer. Like so, the mousepad on the computer? Mm-mm. So it's like a touch bar above the keyboard and it has like shortcut keys. So like I can end this like oh. call, like I can end the Zillow. I mean, not Zillow, what am I saying? Mm-hmm. I can end the Zoom call just by pressing end. It has like an end button on the touch screen or like share the screen or like, Emoji, so I can put emojis easily in like emails and stuff, like or in text messages, because I can just like press the emoji button and like put a smiley face or like. See, I don't deserve those features. Or like light, oh, like so you, I can like brighten or, or make it bright. You know, it's just it's on a touch bar versus like the actual keys, of like oh. the volume and like Siri. Anyway, um, that's already so much for me with this 2015. <laughs> I mean, I went from that, I went from a 2012 or 2010 nice. to this one. So, girl. And I still have my 2010. Time. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Jill gets her ugly sweater because she's a Jew. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> Woo! Too much Vicky Gumbleson talk at once. And then you start coming out with that MAGA language. All, I mean, that, all that white rice. <laughs> All that white rice has fucked me up and made me a questionable society. (laughs) (laughs) I don't (laughs) listen. We know what you meant. We know (laughs) this is the part where I try to claim I have Jewish friends to make (laughs) (laughs) and I do have Jewish friends, but that's not why I said that sounds so Vicky. But I do, I have friends that are Jews. I've met a Jewish person before. His name is Jesus. And he, he comes to me when I pray. I know the Anne Frank story. Like, oh just... no, <laughs> that sounds like something I've seen Vicky Schwitz. would say. Yeah, right. for sure. I'm familiar okay. with Auschwitz. Like, very bad. Oh, child, that's all we need. That's yeah. all we need. All right. Um. So, so anyway, white, white elephant happened. Eva, yeah. yeah. What did Eva get? Eva got a silk collection item. Don't know what it was. And I have no idea what the silk collection is, but I guess it's very expensive. Um, It looked like a scarf or like something. I don't know what it was, but that was via Brandy. But everyone was like, ooh, silk collection. So I'm guessing it was something great. Silk or soap? Silk. Okay. Um, Which silk is expensive. So Um, Taylor stole Tamara's scarf. She was like, I want the Gucci scarf. Phaedra got a Joe Malone candle via Vicky, which I love Joe Malone. Oh my goodness, yeah. I love Joe Malone. Um, Dorinda got some Bluetooth sunglasses via Phaedra. And and Phaedra's like, this Bluetooth is perfect for your... Yeah, like, 
or Bluetooth glasses, not sunglasses, Bluetooth glasses. She was like, that'd be perfect for your aerobics. Like, so you can record because like you can use the glasses to like record or like oh do things. And so Duran was like so excited. Vicky got a vibrator. Like Phaedra was giving like she gave a gift. Right. No, Phaedra gave a gift That's that like she got for free. Thing. She got it for free. And was like, all right. I'll- I mean, that is part of why Elfin, you don't have to buy something nice. You can just find something in your house. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Vicky got a vibrator. Vicky got a vibrator. Yeah, Tamara was like, I need this. Oh, Tamara. Yeah, Tamara stole the scarf back. And oh. Taylor was like, in order to get the scarf back, you got to give me a lap dance. So Tamara gave her a lap dance. And then Taylor got a candle via gel. And then um, Taylor, like, got up to, like, thank Jill and, like, gave her, like, a lap dance. And Jill was like, I don't want your sympathy sex. Like, you just. Oh, my God. You didn't cheese me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then Brandy tried to give Vicky a lap dance. And they were like, oh, my gosh, you're not wearing granny panties. Like, your whole ass is out. And Vicky did not want the lap dance. And that's basically how it ended. They are so unhinged. You have to watch it because you're going to be like, India, what? I'm going to finish that tonight. Like, I'm not going to. Luckily, my neurotic ass self has like packed most of the stuff for the weekend already. Like, my suitcase is packed and my like, because we're going to cook some stuff. Like, all my ingredients are packed and obviously the decorations. So, tonight, I'm just going to finish girls' trip and go to bed. And then tomorrow morning, I'll just like handle the rest before I leave. Well, that's exciting. Um, I get paid and then I'm going to lose all my money for my bills. I feel that. Um, except for my paydays are sporadic. So. Ooh, I commend you. Um, I don't live that with Work much. hard for the money. Awesome. So my weekend will be filled with showings and inspections. And. Cute. Yeah. That's it. Well, hopefully I'll get. What did you just say? What did you just say? I'll wash this one behind me. Anyway. Intruders in your midst. <laughs> JK, JK. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody follow us at Pop of Color Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we don't live tweet as much anymore, but we put our thoughts out there when we need to think them. So check that out. Pretty much. And, and uh, uh, make good choices. Wear cute underwear. Buy yeah. a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Don't die sad. Yeah, don't die sad. <laughs> And we'll catch you guys next week. Adios, cucarachas. Bye.